What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And I am Shantae Wayans. And this is another installment of the Minister Sobriety Podcast, the podcast that's 100% dedicated to us staying uh, sober from alcohol. And as you can see, um, I've done some renovations to the home. So I'm sitting in my bedroom <laughs> with my piano in the background. And where are you at right now, uh, good friend, Shanta? I am in Washington, D.C. I'm doing hey. shows out here. I mean, you you hey. was waiting for the rest of the story. I'm doing shows <laughs> out here uh, at the D.C. Comedy Loft. Yeah. Okay, for sure. How's the, how's the weather out there? Uh, it's not bad. Uh, it's, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's more the food. Um, I can't, we haven't been able to eat anything out here. What do you mean it's the food? Have, the food is, the food's not good? <laughs> Whatever is in the food, we can't leave the hotel because it's flushing right out. What? It's, and when I tell you, we arrived shrimp and tell grits. Tell me more. Wait, wait, Look, what? <laughs> we had shrimp and grits. We, we go to the spot, we starving because we traveled uh, all day. We mm. got here, uh, asked the bartender, hey, hey, bartender. You know, five star pot spot. Hey, barkeep. Hey, hey, barkeep. <laughs> yeah, hey, barkeep. How's the how's the food here? What would you recommend? Mind you, the stuff I was looking at on the menu, I was he mentioned. So he go, oh, mm -hmm. the shrimp and grits is delicious. I said, mm. he said the lemon rotisserie chicken. It's been uh, it's been spewing all day. And then uh, and then he mentioned something <laughs> else. So we ordered all of it. Ordered uh -huh. all of it. And got to the hotel, and her and I just been switching, even till oh, today. Oh, <laughs> really? So no maybe, maybe, maybe it was just that spot. Have you gone to anywhere else? Yeah. Everything. Said, we, we ordered uh, Thai food yesterday. We we literally wind up just going to buy um, breakfast from the grocery store so we can cook it ourselves. So everything that you was doing was grand opening, grand closing, FS. Grand opening, grand closing. So it it tastes delicious going in, <laughs> but Ooh, whatever is happening in, in Washington, D.C., y'all need to check y'all food, bro. Uh, and ain't that, because D.C., now I, I always get this confused. So there's, there's Washington, D.C., and then there's D.C., D.C., right? Yeah, you're going to ask and me, because I'm, I'm confused and, as well. <laughs> And then DC Comics. No, it's just it's DC. Right. <laughs> I know that there's DC, so there's there's Washington DC, and then there's DC. Are you in the Washington. DC? Right, you're in Washington DC. So is the that White the House. place? So that's not the place that's known for crab cakes. That's DC, oh. Maryland, right? You're I don't know. Me. So the DMV. Tony, Tony, hold, hold on. We we got to get this correct. Tony. Okay, so there's Washington DC, right? And then there's D.C. Maryland. Which one is known for the crab cakes? D.C. Maryland, right? I don't, I don't think it's D.C. Yeah, Maryland. Yeah, I think. Maryland. Right. Yeah. So Maryland's. Uh, but it's not D.C. It's not D.C. Maryland's a state. Wait. There's D.C. Young Fly, and then what? there's. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait. There's District of Columbia, and then there's Washington D.C. They're not close to each other, though, right? Ask the uh, uh, Tony on the side. Do you know? You're thinking of Washington D.C. over here, right? And you're thinking of the capital. Okay, which one is known for the for the crab cakes? I'm where the White House is. That's all I know. You're where the Washington, <laughs> so that's Washington D.C. 
Okay, and then there's the other DC that where you can get crab cakes. You're not there. We gonna uh, we should just say we relapse, so at least they can, <laughs> they can feel they can like oh I got <laughs> like understand. oh I understand why they sound crazy right so, now. So so you're okay. So you're in the spot. Whatever you're eating is just going immediately through you. Yeah. Side note, it might be the home of the crab, crab legs because Shay ordered that as well. So all none right. of it none of it was was popping at all. Wow, I'm sorry about that, man. It's all right. So okay, right, man. well, and the weather's the weather's halfway decent though. The weather's good. The weather's real chill. I'm on a, a mm. cool block. The dope thing is that everything around me is like five minutes away. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little sightseeing and all that stuff. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, and how did you stay sober this past week? I've been moving. I've been moving. I've been trying to stay positive. Um and really, that's it. I, I I got over a little hump, even though I'm sad still. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are just staying productive. How about you, bro? Man, it's been tough for me, man. Like I told you, you've been getting phone calls from me later and later at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the I'm in the thick of it, sis. Um, I think what we deal with with our uh, you know with our our recovery is that you know we go through tough times, and I think what I'm starting to to pinpoint about you know, me recovering from alcohol or whatever. It's just when I get when I get swarmed with a bunch of thoughts that I don't really have a ton of energy to do anything with. So yeah. it's been tough for me. Like it's it's I, I, I've I've narrowed it down to two things. One, I've been super just thinking about too much stuff. So I actually have been thinking about drinking lately. Like it's just I keep going back to the last time I, re- I don't know. And I want to ask you this, too. I keep going back to the last time I relapsed and everything that was happening around then. Like I keep kind of playing out the night and I keep doing the what if. Yeah, I've been what if in myself to sleep the last couple of days. And what I mean is it's just like, well, what if I wouldn't have done this? And what if I would have done this instead? Like how different can, could, would my life have been? And I don't know where that's coming from, but it's depressing me. And it's uh it's been making me pretty sad. I don't know how to, you know, very well pivot out of it. So that's one thing that I think is affecting me. And then the other thing is I think that my weight gain over the last couple of months, I think that it's it's bothering me more than I would like to just say. You know what I mean? Because weight's something that I've always kind of struggled with. And it's at least for the last few years, I felt like I've had, you know, pretty good control over it or a better handle. Than I've had most of my life, but you know these last couple of months, I just can't get a get a word in edgewise. So yes, yeah, it's, it's been tough for me. I ain't gonna hold you. It's been tough. No, I feel. I mean, you know, I was definitely in the what if phase um, probably last week. Um, I think. I think the the thing is to it's it's extremely important for us to get out of the bed, get out of the house, no matter what. I think as soon as you feel that sun, you get a little walk in. It don't have to be long, but there's something. It's all. It's almost like it's a movie I want to reference, but I can't uh, think of the name of it. But it's, <laughs> it's 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 like the further you stay in it, the more you you drown into that sorrow or whatever right. it is. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, I think the movie was Soul. <laughs> was, that, was, was that with, was, was that with Jamie Foxx? Was that Jamie Foxx? 
I think is that so. about the is that about the teacher that was a yeah yeah the, yeah it was Jamie yeah. Foxx. Uh, uh, but there's a there's a moment where a girl goes and she's lost, mm. and she they they you know they have the dark shadow. That's where you would consider hell. And they're walking mm. around, they're depressed, and they're just telling themselves negative thoughts. And it's because she can't think of anything else. So she's dark. She doesn't recognize that teacher. He's like trying to come and get her. And I do like, remember ah. that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. But if you remember the scene, she's constantly like, I'm nothing. I, I you know, I'm, I, everything is negative until mm -hmm. he gives her the, the thing she found on earth. Right, so it's, it's the right. crazy. Yeah, it's the. Spark I need to watch that it. again. Yo, they be putting some really dope adult gems in kid movies when you think about yeah. it. I, it yeah, it made me it made me feel better about uh, Nick and Fu. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I watched it on the plane coming back from Fu's funeral, and that was one of the things that I was like, it just it just make you feel better whether it's real or not, but it it makes sense sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I definitely need to, uh, you know, take a look at that. And just, you know, what I have been trying to combat, you know, that that with as well, is just a, a flooding of, of positive thoughts. Like, you know what I'm saying? So even when I get into those negative thoughts, I just start thinking like, you know, I'm coming, like I just hit 10 years. I mean, not 10 years. I just hit 10 months sober. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big deal. Like, I'm about to hit... Thank you. You know what I'm saying? About to hit a year. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've been regularly taking my, uh, you know, my medication, you know, for my mental health and stuff. You know, my daughter's thriving. You know, our podcast is thriving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to build my set. So, you know, I think it's just even when those negative thoughts are coming in, I think you just got to remind yourself of all the all the positive stuff that's happening. And then just also understanding that, you know, when you're when you're having that conversation with yourself about the past and the what ifs, a lot of times that's just such a fruitless conversation because there's literally nothing you could do about it. It's like you could sit there and, and you know, because I've literally done that. I've sat there and ran, ran something over in my head four or five times for like two, three hours. And then at the end of that, it's I can't I don't have a time machine. I can't go back. And, you know, so it's just also learning, like, don't get stuck in the weeds of thinking about things that you can't control. Here's here's the craziest thing. You just said some amazing things that you've been doing, and we uh, we was we're not we're not gonna say anything about what it is, but I will say that when I saw you lit up, Doughboy and I did a song, uh, a parody song that we're gonna drop soon, and Doughboy was motivating. Doughboy was. Um, he was the engineer, what is it, engineer? The, the engineer, was, the producer. Yeah, yeah, he was the producer, but the way he lit up when we were doing this, and I'm sitting there and I'm doing my thing, he's like, nah, do this. And you just, that energy that you, I, I literally looked at you and I was like, Doughboy, this this is where the light starts. Mm -hmm. So no matter what I've, what I've seen you do, I know you love comedy. I see your face light up on that and all those things. But that music world, does something else for your soul. It does. <laughs> At any department. So I, I just, you you got to, man, you yeah, got to fight think, it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the, 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 the wild thing about that too is that was always like my escape back in the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when the world started going, like, you know, kind of tumultuous for me when I was younger, like music would be my escape. Cause like, 
that was always so cool to me that I could sit down and there would be nothing there. And just, you know, through thought or whatever, like I could make a song, a hook. So I definitely think that there is something that's really leading me back there, you know, to find happiness and just to find, you know, peace. And like, I ain't gonna lie, like seeing you in the studio, like it did something great to my heart. I was just like, yeah, this is this is look good. at you so, smiling right now. It feels though. good to even think and, about it. But like, but this is what I'm saying to find whatever that is, and I know it's easier said than done. But you got you also coming up on two. Uh, you're about to be a year, which you know I don't know how you feel about it, but I told you once I passed that year, the first thing in my head was, damn, if I would have went back. A year, you know what I mean? Even even within that month, once you pass that month, you'd be like, man, I really got to stick to it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's the pressure of getting to that that celebration that you deserve because you do. Right. No, nah, and I'm definitely doing that. That's definitely been having me, you know, just, uh, you know, just fight the good fight, you know what I'm saying, and just stay stay in it. So I, I have been um, relatively focused. So, um, yes, I am. You know, feeling pretty good. And I know that we don't have any of the products uh, laid up because we're we're uh, doing this mobile. But this episode is sponsored by Marche.com. So you can hey. go and get all your, your hair needs. I usually have my beard oil and stuff. So make sure you guys yes, take a, yes. a, a flyer out on that. You were and you went out on that so marchenicole.com <laughs> the hair, <laughs> hair but it was like oh rip, rip. Um I wanna ask you I wanna ask you one more thing before we get into the document. Um okay. what made you start losing weight last time? Um you mean like when uh, what when made you the- start working out and stuff? When I was 485, like when I was super big, like the yeah, yeah, and you got to um I genuinely thought I was going to die. Um, it was it was scary, man. It was it was a point to where it was. I felt like it was coming on in massive amounts, and I couldn't stop it. And like there were certain little markers that were happening. Like I remember, I had I was shooting something, and I went to the bathroom, and I was so big, like I couldn't even, you know, realistically fit in the bathroom. And I was like, man, this is gonna. I don't want to die young. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got a kid to watch grow up and all of that. So um, it was just at that moment that I just, I said, I got to, I have to do something or, or my life is going, my life as I know it will, will end up changing for the worse. So that's when I, you know, made the decision to do the things that I had to do to, to, to make that happen. But it was just basically, it was just me being afraid. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, I, I, and I realized too, that I hadn't seen like no, 400, 500 pounds, 60 year olds. Like I didn't see nobody that big in the old age. So I knew I needed to do something. Well, we got to get you back. We got you, you hitting the stage tonight, right? Yes. Two shows tonight. Well then that's, that got to bring back the energy. Cause I, nah, I definitely, definitely. I can feel it right now. <laughs> nah, definitely. And that's just, you know, I, with me, it's just like, I usually go, really strong in whatever direction that I'm going in. And so unfortunately, if I'm sad, I'll be sad, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. But um, no, I'm definitely learning how to, you know, how to pivot out of, you know, my feelings and that darkness. And I think that there is something to, to, uh, you know, with the weight gain, with the, I feel like my weight gain, my weight gain and my depression are synonymous. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't depressed 
you know, when the when when before I had gained like the 30, 40 pounds, like I was just, you know, so I just think that once I get back outside, get back, start working out, I feel like that will systematically take these thoughts away, you know, take the depression away and kind of get me back into to where I need to be. So I feel like it'll be cool. All right. Well, we we yeah. here for you, Minister Sobriety Crew. You already know what it is. You, uh, How's everything oh, been going with your fitness stuff? You over there looking skinnier every episode. You've been working out. How's that come, been going? Come to Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> and eat. All you gotta do is eat out here, and you'll be okay. <laughs> That's the D.C. diet. <laughs> so, yo, speaking of D.C., speaking of D.C., um, so there is a comedian. That is very, very famous out of the D.C. Now, I don't know which D.C. he is from, Washington, D.C., or the other D.C., but it don't matter. And his, ironically, his uh, his initials are D.C., Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and he dropped Wait. his... <laughs> yeah, Isn't he from Ohio? No, he's from D.C. He's from the same place as Martin. I'm going to look this up, but go ahead. Look it up. So look it up. So... <laughs> He's from D.C. He's from the same place as Martin Lawrence, I believe. But he dropped his last stand-up special um, that what he is saying on Netflix called The Closer. Um, first off, he's the GOAT is leaving. So are, do you recognize Dave Chappelle like most people as the GOAT? Is he pretty much... Oh, I, I mean, I, I think he's brilliant. I, I think I think when you say GOAT, are we saying GOAT in this time? Or are we saying GOAT? Greatest in... of all time is greatest of all time, baby. Is oh, he the greatest no. of all time? I, I, don't, I don't think he is for me, but I, I think he's brilliant and he's definitely up there. Who's your GOAT? Yes, I'm Who's putting my you on the spot. My GOAT, Who's your goat? It, it'll be Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Okay. Okay, okay so... Be, so yeah. But I'm pretty sure he's up there. I'm pretty sure Dave Chappelle's in your top five, top three, right? Oh, no. Top three Almost for sure. Was. Dave Chappelle okay. is brilliant. Yeah. So now he's talking about walking away from the game. How do you feel about him walking away from the game? First of all, I don't think, I don't let's, think Dave let's Chappelle, unpack this. I don't think Dave Chappelle can walk away from the game like that. Not stand up. Stand, mm -hmm. stand, stand up is so precious to him. If you've seen the his last The Closer, you, can, mm -hmm. you could just tell you can get all types of emotions out he loves a, this a, he loves it if he goes he, he just gotta go chill for a minute you know what i'm saying he need to like just rest mm. but i i don't think he could give this up forever he like he <laughs> is just he's just so good like it it just seems so effortless and i i, I watched most of it you know what i'm saying i was kind of like super tired it had nothing to do with his concert or anything, but you know, I was super tired, so I did. I did up. I did end up falling asleep in it, but it had nothing to do with what I was watching. I just literally mm -hmm. was just, you know, dead tired. But the way that he, he's just—I don't know that we're ever gonna get another Dave, man. Like it's just—he's one of the few like that can that can do what he does, man. So it was just super dope watching him. As far as him leaving the game. I don't know though. He might though, because you gotta you gotta remember he left thirty million on the table back in the day. But he came away. back though, but he we didn't know back. that we would that he was. I didn't know if that if, and a lot of people was calling him crazy when he did that. You do remember that? That was a time where it wasn't popular to be DC. 
Yeah, but sometimes you you gotta have sometimes there's an underlying like there's a little there's faith in you, it's just hidden. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you when you were talking about your sanity versus what is actually happening, some a lot of people are affected in a lot of ways with this industry. Um, and, and necessarily can't come back like that. But Dave always had that gym. He always had that gym. And if nothing else, him going away made him even get more vicious on stage. Yo, but he was just... We got so... The the, the way the world is going, there's going to be so much more stuff that's about to happen that Bro, Dave he, cannot just leave on the table. <laughs> I just felt like he, he was just beasting out. And I wanted to... There was one of his kind of bits that, that kind of went viral. And I definitely wanted to see what your uh what your what your um take on it was he was talking about with the the part that it was actually a genius bit talking about the baby and he was basically like you know the baby killed a nigga <laughs> in walmart nothing happened to his career you know what i'm saying he made some some comments about you know the lgbtq community and its issues so um you know what was your thoughts on that on that whole bit and that whole point of view that he was kind of he was basically saying in America today, you could kill a kill a dude, kill a nigga, and, and have less happen to you than if you offend or hurt a gay person's feelings. So there, there's two there's two things to look at, right? Okay. Uh after I spoke to the board of gay directors. You talked to uh, I want to make sure you talk oh, to Oh yeah, no, no, no. Him. I'm in Washington, okay. DC. You know, okay, so cool, I'm cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. We had a whole meeting. <laughs> you tapped in. This. Got it. Yeah. The, the, here's the deal. So if you, if you break it down, because this is what people are going to do, the baby was defending himself. The baby didn't just go and pop off and kill somebody for no reason. Supposedly, the story is somebody was trying to rob him and his family. Right. And he defended himself. So that's completely different just than just saying, you can kill a man. Everybody understand defense. You right. know what I'm saying? And especially with your family. I'm being, uh, I'm being devil's advocate right now. All right. right. Uh, but you have that. And then and then when it comes to the, the the only thing I was like, damn, Dave, you could see that he just likes pushing buttons is when he said uh, something about the baby had the gays, something, something AIDS. That was, I forget what he said, but that was, I was like, ah, damn. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> there was a moment when he says, and then he even paused after he said it. I know he what you're did, talking about. He did, but he likes, he, he, this is what's crazy. I was talking to Shay about this. But this was crazy. I love Dave Chappelle, and I think I think the jokes and the way he brings them and what he says, I think they're they're dope. I think they're funny. Mm-hmm. I understand how it could affect people, though, right? Make them feel some type mm-hmm. of way. I also go if Dave was starting off as a comedian and saying this stuff, would people rock with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's this this is when you start understanding on, every says, yeah. every. Everything's a math. And again, I love Dave Chappelle. I think he's funny. But if the audience that was there that night or any night that if he was starting off just this year and had those same jokes, how would they be received? So you start you start looking at the game and going, oh, you could talk about certain stuff, but you probably want to get the people to love you first. You get them to love you first. You already got them. Now you can talk about whatever you want. 
That is a that is a thought that I never even thought about because he even had some stuff where he was touching on the Me Too stuff as well. And I felt like a new comic couldn't say some of the things that he said about that. Some of the stuff he said on that, I was like, yeah, right. Ah, he, ah, he mentioned the, ah, the, the 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 R word, the, the all those things. And again, I was the, like, yo. Do you, so do you think that there's a level of seniority you get to get more of a pass? to kind of speak more of your mind? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even but, feel like I could say some of those things. And I got more than a year in this game, but I don't feel like, if I say some of the stuff he said on that special, they get me off. <laughs> they like, they get you off. And, and the crazy thing is, you'll have people probably like Dave Chappelle or, or real comedians going, that was brilliant. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because they are gonna say that to you because you're not in the door. You know what right. I'm saying? So I'm not saying that's, they've always been outspoken mostly about, you know, p politics and white people and how, you know, black Americans are treated and stuff like that, black people in general. That's always been his thing, but he's never, I, I feel like he's never went as hard as he's been going in these last specials. Lately, he's been, he's really been kind of, kind of going in. Do you think what he is doing is, kind of pushing the door back open a little bit for comedians to be able to have more of a of a creative license you know what i'm saying as far as it goes as far as like with offending people because you know like th things have changed to where you can damn near not say anything as a like because there's so many yeah. ways you can uh, offend people do you think that this special is going to go maybe to 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 get us back in the vibe of being able to say what we want under the guides of it's just a joke. No, I think we can only make that happen. And when I say we, every, everybody as a comedian has to stand for it. When people start pulling back, and you know they they like ah you can't do it, and and they don't stick up for that community. I think mm -hmm. that's what gives other people the um, okay to to do stuff like that. You can't. There's so many ways to break this down. And again, mm -hmm. I understand people have feelings and we live in a different time and all those things, but you can't go on stage. You're talking about pain. These are jokes. You know what I'm saying? But but really it's coming from pain in a lot of ways. If you hear some of the stuff he was saying, the whole trans story and that girl and him saying she's not funny and then she passed. Mm -hmm. The fact that you got to explain that then I got her baby a trust fund. I did this because I have to show you that she is a human and she was my friend and I care for her. Right. And I, you know what I mean? Like we literally was, I was, I was just telling her, I said, it's so crazy to me how a person could be cool as hell in front of your face and do a bunch of dirty stuff behind closed doors. But the person who you in their face, like, what you doing? Why are you not doing nothing for the community? You don't know what that person is doing. On fact. Right. That is. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, he really was going into a lot of different details about, it. I was just like, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that overall, you know, we all just have to be cognizant of, you know, of, of people's feelings, you know, when we say different things. But I do feel like, I don't know, I do kind of feel like we are getting the ability to be able to push the boundaries a little bit more with what we say. I was, because I was shocked. I was just like, oh, I, 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 you just, but you don't, I, you don't follow that person. They got, they got racist comics. They got a whole redneck 
You know what I'm saying? Tour. You think you're going to see a lot of black people or Mexicans or whoever in that crowd? No. And if and if they do, they just whatever. That's that's no judgment to them. But you mm. won't see that main crowd be for that that person. Yo, I just remembered that they did. What was what was dude's name? Jess Foxworthy. That wasn't even that long ago. It feels like had a whole special like you'll yeah. know if you're a redneck if like I don't think that that would fly today. But it would though because there's, would? the world is so big. There's people that don't care. Or when I say don't care, like you're talking for these people. That's why you go tour and you do shows and you work at jokes and you find the people who like your comedy. You got to build that audience because you're finding the people that get your humor or like what you're saying on stage. Right. The other people won't come to another show. <laughs> Right. That's that's the game. That's right. <laughs> but with okay, so let me do that. So let me ask you this though: with Chappelle seemingly walking away from the game now, like who do you think now elevates to like that status of what he was to it before he left, or does that throne just stay kind of empty now? Because I think for a long time, a lot of people can say current living breathing guy like he's been the guy for so long so now that he goes like is is the is the throne just vacant would you say i i would i would definitely say that i th i think the throne is up for grabs and that's, that's what makes that's, it an exciting time for comedy it's, a, for it's like, amazing just, yeah i'll tell you me, me and ryan davis were just talking about this the other day it was like man this is an exciting time because i feel like there's so many young voices now that can start clamoring for that for that top spot, man. I think it's going to be an exciting time for comedy over the next few years as we see who that next and individual it, is going to be. Isn't it interesting that you can't even name a comic that could take his spot right now because That's, of I'm, comedy? <laughs> I was. I know a lot of funny that. people, but I would never put them in that throne like that. That's. Either that's saying a lot about Dave or a lot less about our class because there's nobody there that you just think off the top of your head, but it does make it a very, very exciting time. So I'm exciting. I'm excited for the next 36 to 48 months of comedy to see, okay, what's what, who's going to drop like that next crazy special? Because you know what I'm saying? Like even with specials, man, our... I feel like, do you feel like, I feel like specials aren't as special anymore. They they not. I feel like certain people get, get the, you know, torch passing them too soon or it's too safe or there, there's, there's a lot of comics I like um, that I, I look at them and I go, oh man, like I wish like you going to be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, but I, I just, I love the raw, the, uh, you know, the, the, I love the not caring, but it, it has a message behind it as well. Right. And I, I you know, I think people are just jokes kind of right now. That's what I want. I want to see it go back to because that's like the state, the space that I'm in right now with, you know, trying to create this hour that I'm trying to build. And I and I take a page out of your book. I'm just really trying to go inward 
and find the 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 jokes from like the pain and like the darkness instead of just being like you know surface levels like i really want to kind of go into real things that happen and just find the funny nuance about them but that that's why i like i you know watching him and that's why richard pryor is you know my my all-time favorite really because he he one took away uh people bringing him down in a sense mm-hmm. because he talked about that on stage right and it was, it was his life and so for him to you know uh <laughs> to to coke or crack and burn himself up you know all, all these things it's like in the moment it's you're going through hell Mm-hmm. But it's when you start looking back and thinking about it, and that's that's what I feel with like Dave Chappelle and talking about things. I'm not gonna lie, when he did that last special, not the uh, a special before, and he said, mm-hmm. he said, if I walked around <laughs> saying I identify as Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> And it's the visual because because how how many people like right now if you Google or look on YouTube and see this chick there's a there's this white lady who loves horses so much that she she started living like one so she she started train um she walks like them she does Wait, so are you, you for see, real I'm dead serious you could Google. Uh, let me see if I can try to. <laughs> it's a lady, literally. Let me try to pull this up. She be like eating hay and and all of that. No, nah, watch this. Hold on, woman. <laughs> like it came right up. Somebody so asked for a phone see. number. She be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it right here. Can you see it? Wow. So just I'm gonna just show you a little bit of her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she not even. Look, Yo, wait. she picked up speed though. Oh, wow. No, she's trolling. She's she's not even running fast. Wow. I want you to see her hop over the uh, the <laughs> table. <laughs> Yo. Go. So look, I told you, she nice with that though. She ain't she. She was nice with that though. But this might be a horse. She might be a horse. That was nice. What I was gonna say though, if you saw her trolleying aside you like this (laughs) in the streets, and you try to say, "Yo, you okay?" and she went, you, you wouldn't be like. What is wrong with her? <laughs> That's <laughs> I don't think something's wrong with her. The last <laughs> thing what I would be thinking, the last thing I would think is, oh, that's a horse. I would not think that. <laughs> so what Nothing I'm saying <laughs> is it takes time for people to catch on. But if uh-huh. she and a group of people took a stand and was like, no, I'm a horse and I want you to respect me, yeah, we would have to do it. Now, is that the new thing? And is that the thing that people get canceled for if you don't respect people for what they identify as? Yeah, but it's their life. Like, who cares? My my only issue with it is... I got to accept somebody I, as I a did, horse. You got to accept somebody as a horse. My only issue is, well, let me know you a horse. Or get a badge 
and hey, walk around and I say, love you to, I love you to pieces, Shantae. You pull up one day, talk about your horse. I'm nah, I'm going to pull up and be like, <laughs> I'm gonna try to stand. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to hold your arm out, and yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm gonna put my feet around your arm like a bird. <laughs> I wonder. I, I wonder how that happens. Like, and I'm not making fun. I'm just wonder how. Like, if, I wonder like what happened. Like, she really woke up one day like horse. I think horse. She was so mesmerized by the horse and what they do, and probably was like, I wonder if I could do that. She didn't have on no shoes, no socks. That's the thing that bothered me more than anything. I'm like, they're <laughs> filthy feet. They're filthy feet. But listen, all right, so peeps, so peeps. So moving on, right? So this is um this this story has a couple different layers to it. Now, with the R. Kelly situation, oh, first of all, first of all, you, a couple you things. trying to get me canceled. First of all, he he uh he he his net worth is now in the negatives. They're saying like he's worth negative two million at this point. So that's one thing, and that's you know whatever that is. And then now that the guilty verdicts have come down for everything, he's facing decades in prison. Spotify, no YouTube, is taking down all of his channels. How you feel about this? Uh, first of all, what they taking down for his music? All of his music. So all of his videos and stuff on YouTube. Is Are they going to take that down at the companies? At, at whoever he was with? Like the, 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 I think he was signed to Jive. Because then that's, that's the thing. It, it, it starts a ripple effect. I like, see, okay, so hey, let me, I'll tell you how I feel. First of all, you know, I, you know, anybody doing anything to kids and stuff, like I'm already like, listen, you know, throw the book at him. He deserves what he gets. I, I totally understand that. You know, it's it's been predatory behavior going on for years. It's finally caught up to him. Glad that the legal process is playing out the way that it is. Okay, cool. Now, with that being said, I don't like, I don't know how you do this now. To, to say that now you take off all of his, his songs, like, and so then does this now start a ripple effect for any artist that has ever been charged with anything like do you, I don't know so what I and I, I've never I, heard anything like this I've never seen somebody do something and then their work well, well what's messed up is like they should start they you know it's like damn I, I will be like I think it's a great idea but it's messed up because I'm like man they should have took all the wine Harvey Weinstein's down and I'm like wait a minute scary movie was made under that so it's a it's a catch-22 right. but I think mm -hmm. I think your credit's it might be a good thing for your credits to be revoked. Here's the deal. In any situation that harms people, especially like something like R. Kelly, whether it's true or not, whatever the case may be, I'm not saying that to, I just don't want to get into it. But no, um, um, uh, they, uh, oh, you have to have a lesson mm. to know that you can't do that. And for right. a long time, people like this case have mm. been riding the wave. Right. He had great years. So if he got caught and you know what I'm saying? He, he did those things. You deserve it. Right. But that should put that, that thing out there for the rest of the artists to know that mm -hmm. I can't mess with people's lives like that. Right. And, and so the, and I guess this, my biggest thing is just, well, then what is the line now that we use 
if if this happens, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't. So if this does happen and they do take down all of his his music and all the things that that he worked his life over, okay. Now what becomes the status for if an artist or an actor or somebody, if like so then what is what are the rules? What are the parameters? Like if they are convicted for any crime, or is it you know what I mean? Like what kind of crimes? Because that's where I believe that you open up, you know, a, a very a, I don't I don't want to say a slippery slope, but it's just like, okay, how do you play this fair across the board? So no one feels like they're being picked on. So it's like, okay, I get this. But now if you take his stuff down, what stuff are we taking down from other artists if they have been convicted for certain things? Because I think that if that happens, a lot of, a lot of more music is going to come I down. I mean, look, I think pedophilia and anything doing with taking something from somebody that's not theirs, you know, sexually. I yeah. think those are two really strong things. And and really, those are two things that you get beat the hell up for or, oh, or, yeah. or, or murdered or murdered. Yeah, those, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. two things a lot of people don't right. mess with. So this may be they this may with. be the least of his worries at this Yeah, point. I, I just personally something like that is too much. Mm -hmm. You work too hard, but you got away for years right. taking somebody else's life. And that's just and what do you think of what it feels like? And what do you feel about the people too? Because I'm one of those people who sign up for the stuff too, where like, yeah, you know, you got him, but I do feel like he had a team of people working with him to to pull a lot of this off. I think I, th I think now you start pulling those people in that were helping him. What do you think about that? I mean, absolutely. I any anybody that let that be okay is, is yeah, because he had a whole okay. team of people. He had a whole For staff. They was so eating. I, they shouldn't yeah. be able to work. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying this because I think it's a good, there's, there's certain things that, like I said, people are only going to react to what they can get away with. And if, if I go, you know, it's <laughs> low key is kind of why I got 2000 DUIs. You know what I mean? My first one, I went, got out. Second one was like, ah, oh, I spent two days in jail. Ain't nothing. You know what uh -huh. I'm saying? It's it's messed up to think that way. Um, and mm -hmm. so the last time when I was just like, I can't. But when you when you go out there and you're just giving some kind of thing for something that you're guilty for, uh -huh. you don't you don't necessarily necessarily learn that quickly. Right. So yeah, some you know this 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 is I think gonna I think all of this wave of people, I think is definitely, you know, teaching <laughs> a lot of lessons and um, yeah, I don't think that this is going to be the last we hear because he still has more cases in more states. Like they're going to be, by the time they're done with him, he's probably going to have so many, so many years. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that, and so we'll see how much more of a downfall. I mean, how much of a fallout it is, you know, because it's just starting at YouTube now. The streaming platforms may pull, you know, so we'll we shall see. But um, I just want to know if that uh <laughs> if if the people that he was signed with gonna take it down off they thing. Cause you he's still making money. Oh yeah, because people still listen to his music, they might not say yeah, it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, and that's gonna be the big thing. Like when it comes down off of Spotify and all the streaming platforms, now that's just you know oh there's there's a few people circling uh DVD, I mean CDs still. It, there's a, there's a, you can always find what you need to find. There's always somebody with an old school DVD. Almost, yeah. Yo. So let me ask you about this. I really want to see how what you what your thoughts are about this. I know you're not super in the sports, but this can kind of. Um, I still got to see what you guys say. 
So Kyrie Irving, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a basketball I know who Kyrie Irving is. Well, he plays in Brooklyn, so you should know about that. Brooklyn, you know. That was and, um, so you're from, you're from New York. I know, that just, so you think you know, everybody knows everybody. He, isn't he not even from Brooklyn? No, he's from New York, though. He's from the Boogie Down Bronx. <laughs> Please I want to learn, what, what's the best Please. borough to be from? Just stop. Don't. What borough are you from? I'm I'm from Manhattan. That's not a cool borough. Well, you guys say I'm from the city. <laughs> Nobody ever the... says that. They always What's say this? they always say Queens. Brooklyn. They always say Brooklyn. They always say Harlem. They never say Manhattan. The Bronx. They say the, the city. Bronx. The city. Boogie down Bronx. No one. I'm ever... telling you what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of nobody claim Times Square as they hood. So, but they be so the, they be there all the time though. <laughs> so it was a situation, right? So for the Brooklyn and Brooklyn, New York, they have mandates for the vaccine, right? And you got to get it, right? And so he don't want to get it for whatever reasons, and those are his personal reasons. I'm not here to tell anybody they should or shouldn't do anything. It's your life, your life, bro. But since they have these mandates in there, he stands to lose a whole lot of money, upwards of $300,000 a game until he changes his mind. What are you thinking about? Not just him, but what would you do if like all comedy clubs, and a lot of them already have, just mandated that you had to get this, you know, the vaccine and, and let's just say you weren't comfortable with it. How would you feel? in that situation this is where it's smart to invest in other things so i'm mm-hmm. sure he has money from other places mm-hmm. um hopefully he got land and stuff like that so he can make a decision like this and not worry about just money mm-hmm. i say that to go it's so funny to me because a friend of mine just posted mm-hmm. that she she has shingles okay she just she took she took the shot and her doctor said it, it could be allergic reaction. Now it's shingles. What's even crazier is that a commercial just came on for a vaccine for shingles now. Shingles hasn't popped up in a long time. Yeah, I feel like it's been underground for a minute. I, I just feel like whatever choice you're making, you can't be mad at either party. You can't be mad at either party because if you're really listening to what's happening, really being vaccinated is still only giving us a percentage of you possibly surviving. But when it hits home and there's people around you and you see other stuff, you don't feel like, oh, that's statistics and it's a small percentage and all. It's too close to home. And you won't know that until it's in your house. Right. So it's a scary thing. I think if he got money and even with the with the money, you people, some people don't want to risk their body. Okay. So let's let's look okay, at let's have the conversation about this. Cause this is this is how I felt. Okay. So listen, I was I was all in. Like I didn't want to get it. I was like, nah, I don't know. Normally it takes longer for this to to, you know, kind of it usually is it's a it's a more of an incubation period to find out what are all the risks, the side effects, all of these things. And this just felt kind of rushed out. But once the what was it, the FDD, the FDA, FDA. The FDC. Mm-hmm. Okay, once the FDA approved it, 
then that's when I was like, okay, because it takes a lot to get FDA, uh, you know, approval. And then what I thought about it was, I was just like, you know what? This is genuinely how I came up to it. This is how I came to the, to the conclusion. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna trust these doctors. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do. And I know that, you know, in the black community, at least the black community that I kind of came up with, like. I kind of used to always be like looking at doctors kind of weird, like, oh, they're propaganda. They're trying to push up. I was just like, you know what? They know more than me about this. They're taking it. Like, you know what I mean? And so I that's why I took it. And then really when I took it, because I didn't believe that I was necessarily a at risk person for getting it. But then I thought about, you know, the other people that I might affect that might be at risk. And if I could help them by getting it then I would I would take it. But I totally understand everyone else's reasoning. That's just how I came to that conclusion because I was just I like... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're no, just like... Because I, I just, you know, I believe that even like when we were born and stuff, like we was getting vaccinated, we wasn't asking questions like for the measles, mumps, all that. I feel like we've been getting vaccinated. You know, so I just... That's kind of how I you know, approach, you know, approach the situation. What were you getting ready to say? No, everything (laughs) you're saying is cool, but there's always a rebuttal on both sides. And the the thing that's happening is there's division between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And the truth is it doesn't matter. Vaccinated people are saying, oh, you saving somebody else's lives, but vaccinated people can still pass on the virus. So if your grandma can't get vaccinated. Wait, wait, wait. So you say vaccinated people can still pass it on? Yes. You're not protecting anybody. So wait, you, wait, wait. Possi- so- you possibly could be protecting yourself, right? Because okay. supposedly it's not going to cure it. It's not go- You're not going to not catch it. You're mm-hmm. just supposed to not die. Now, but there's statistics. The, the people are throwing out statistics. People are saying people got vaccinated. They've been getting vaccinated their whole lives. The problem with, uh, the, with people feeling reserved about it is that it's still new. It's, you can't even call it a vaccine because it's not doing the stuff that it's supposed to do. But m- measles and mumps, when we got that, they've been given that vaccine. And I've, uh, I've, the, I've known people that never got the flu shot. And if you look at the scheme of things, I don't think all doctors are bad. I don't think all doctors give a hell, though. I think there are some doctors who've been getting vaccine all their damn life. And I think there are doctors who chose not to. And I've spoken with both of them. So the truth of the matter is, however you want to live, go live. Whatever you want to inject, go inject. You can't be mad at somebody who doesn't want, if they feel like they're risking themselves. So you don't so so you're so you understand you're you're damn near like you get what Kyrie is saying. I I get it. I I think that if you can hold it on and and hold off, then then why not? If you can, people, if you a lot yeah. of people in the league are giving them like kickback. Like Shaq was like, get him out of here. He's he's distracted. Like you know, so a lot of people are like kind of giving them kickback, and I don't feel like that is fair because with it's something as precious as we all get only one of which is our bodies i don't feel like anybody should should make anybody feel a certain type of way about what somebody does with their body and this is the thing that i think is unfortunate about it all i just felt like the world was in such a 
the world was like the the world was so impressive to me last year with kind of how we dealt with the the pandemic right it was like i feel like it kind of brought people together it made us kind of be like yeah you know what i'm saying life is short da 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 and then i feel like this whole vaccine thing is tearing us further apart than we've ever been i right. feel like it's, it's, it's the new it's the new division but if you listen if i take uh what's the eddie murphy joke he said if you <laughs> if you starve a dude Right, you give him, you give him, you give him a cracker. And he's like, like this, "This the best damn cracker guy I ever had." This a Ritz. It's it's literally what happened to us in a year and a half, where we felt like we couldn't be around people. We were stuck in the house. We wasn't going out and partying. Our life as it was stopped, right. and people started moving back with their parents. They started getting married. They started being there for their family. Things became into perspective. So when you take something away from somebody and you go and you have a chance to get it back, that's that's a lot of th this is what I'm seeing online. A lot of people excuses is well, you ain't gonna be able to live. Well, Damn. you ain't gonna be able to go to concerts. Well, you ain't gonna be able to go to basketball games. I wasn't going anyway to be but see now they they're doing this we even on a lower level, like with the kids, like even at my kids' school, they was like, You don't have to get vaccinated, but if you don't. Like, no, no. First, they were saying, like, just to come back to school. They was like, if you don't come back to school, you won't be considered a student. You can't go to none of the games. You can't go to none of the dances. I was like, why are y'all trying to punish these kids if they don't want to? And now they're and now L.A. County is mandating students get vaccinated. So I had to get I had to get vaccinated. I was like, man, I wish you'd get them a a, a section, do the segregation. <laughs> but 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 also this this is all I'm gonna say for the people that don't uh, want to be vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. They the the beauty about them is that their life might be restricted until they can't take it anymore, and then mm -hmm. they might go get the vaccine, right? But if mm -hmm. as long as they can hold out, maybe at that point they'll go, okay, I feel like it's safe now, right? Opposed to the people who went and got the vaccine either early on or whenever, right? What if something happens, like my friend getting shingles or somebody uh, catching a blood clot and getting a heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that's something that you can't take back. That's something you can't go, well, I'll take the vaccine out. You can't right. do that. So I think, I think that's the scary thing. You put something in yourself. Now, you have to keep getting that. Right. Now there's going to be an effect of that. So it's 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 not an easy decision to make for a lot of people when they don't really know what it is and what it does. Yeah, and it's 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 something serious too. Like you said, it's not something that is just, oh, you know, you might have a a sore, you know, like, no, you could die. Like it's it's serious repercussion and like you said, it's not something that can be quickly um eradicated after the fact like you can't just be like oh this is no because there could like you said there could be you know shingles or different things and so i yeah i just i just think it's one of those things is where i feel like there is always something that just separates us yeah as and a it's society like, and i just arguing? don't understand it's like yeah damn, you do man. what you want to do and i do what i want to do like yeah, let's just, just like you could think out you could think people who are not vaccinated are dumb you could do that you can feel whatever you want to feel, but y'all, they are literally going head to toe 
Like, oh, people are like storming. People are storming Congress. I'm just like, bruh, like, so we're going to definitely see. But what I can say is, you know, keep wearing your mask, assist, you know what I'm saying? Be as safe as you mask. can out there. Wash your, wash your hands, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we had a couple of things on this uh, docket, but I don't feel oh, like no, this is good. good. Yeah, this is good. We don't need to. Let me see. What was the? This is this is good. Yeah, I feel like we have. I feel like we 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 talked about a good a good uh, range of stuff. What plans do you have to get sober through this weekend? What are you gonna do to make sure you don't pick up? Well, I got my shows, which I'm super excited about. Tell them about um, those shows. By the time this drops, there'll still be some shows available they can go to. Yeah, there will still be. Uh, 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 I'm at in Washington D.C. at the D.C. Comedy Loft. October 7th to the 9th. I got five shows, son. I know it looked like four, but I five yeah, shows I at the DC Comedy. I know. <laughs> tickets, tickets available on my website, cwaynes.com. For sure, man. And um, I'll still be in here in LA just holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll be chilling. And um, what I'll be doing to 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 stay sober this week, I think that I'm gonna learn because I, you know, I like I was telling you, I have all this stuff here at my house to record i just haven't learned it so i really believe this week i want to just sit down get a couple youtube tutorials and learn how to record a song here because i think that will help with my restless mind when i'm going through those moments i think that's dope and and another thing like i have to we're going to talk about this another time but i i've been very forgetful in a lot of places um and i know like rest is important Mm-hmm. Make sure you're sleeping. Make sure you get some sun and get on that mic, no matter how it sounds. Get on it. Both yes. the stage and in your booth. The stage and the booth. The mic sound. Take you to the lights. So, yes. yes. And on that note, I have been Doughboy. And I'm Shantae Wans. See y'all next time. This has been Mr. Sobriety. Bye bye. <laughs>